0: Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. In this episode, we're gonna look at syslog. We'll be discussing an introduction to syslog, syslog operation, syslog message format, syslog facilities, and configuring syslog timestamp. This episode is part of my series on enterprise network security and automation for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here, Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. Syslog uses port UDP514 to send event notification messages across IP networks to event messenger collectors. So we have our devices on our network. R1, R2 is on our network. When there's an event notification, like a system message that pops up on your screen when you're configuring devices, that is an event notification you can set up the system where those events are sent to a syslog server. And then it's put in a database. Once it's in the database, you can then manipulate it. And you can do searches for critical problems. You can look for patterns, a whole lot of different things you can do once you collect that data. So you need to set that up. Now the syslogging service provides three primary functions. First one here is the ability to gather logging information for monitoring troubling. So we're able to send all of our information up here to the syslog server and have all that information in one spot. Second here is the ability to select the type of logging information that is captured. So down here on your on your devices, on your routers, on your switches, you can say, what types of information do I want to log? The third one here is the ability to specify the destinations of the captured syslog messages router one and two, when they get some events, we're going to send it to our syslog server. And so you can specify as a different server than just having it be locally on R1 or R2. How the syslog works, we we start off by sending system messages and debug output. So if you're doing some debug, you can also have that sent but we start off by storing it locally then you can go in and you can fi- configure to send those messages across those across your network to a syslog server a server that's set up to gather all of that information if you don't do that it's stored in the internal buffer and then you can only view that through your cli you can specify certain types of system messages to be sent logging buffer basically what's in your RAM, the inside of the router or switch. You can send the console line. So if somebody connects into your console port, you can see what they typed in there. You can do the same thing for the terminal line. And then you can have basically the syslog server, which is the storing of all the other information. Devices produce messages as the result of a network event every syslog message contains the severity level and the facility. The severity level goes on Cisco devices goes from seven to zero. The lower the number, the more severe it is. So if it's level seven, that's just a simple debugging message and and that's just system popping up. Level four is a warning. so Nothing is wrong with your system there's just maybe the possibility three is an error two you have a critical problem one we're sending and we're sending you a notification saying you need to look at this right now and then level zero the worst level is an emergency and the system is unusable now there's some debate whether or not a true level zero severity level will actually send that out because if if your system is unusable, those level zeros shouldn't even get out at that point in time. I hope you're liking this episode on Syslog. If you have the time, please leave a comment and let me know what you think about Syslog. You can visit my website at kevtechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. Syslog also contains what we call these Syslog facilities. Syslog facilities are service identifiers that identify and categorize system state data for error and event messages. What we're looking at is the grouping of, of these error messages together. Because if, if all these messages were split off and, and not, you couldn't group them, you'd have to look through everything and then pick out, okay, I gotta pay attention to this line. You scroll down a couple pages. Yep, I need to pay, pay attention to this line but we can use these facilities and they will group, basically it's a filter setting and you can pull all the information about a certain facility together. And some of the common ones here are IP. So anything dealing with IP, we can have a facility where it gives you that information. OSPF, anything dealing with the routing protocol of OSPF, we can pull together. That way you don't have all the other information distracting you. System operating. Or sys operating system messages, meaning did a port go up or down? CPU usage is too much. RAM is being used up. Queues, buffers are overflowing. Anything dealing with IPsec, we can have a facility for. We can do the IP interface. There's a there's several facilities, and these help you look at what you're trying to understand. Get through some of that data. The format of Syslog messages for Cisco devices are, we start off with a percent sign. Then we have the facility, which grouping does it belong to? Then we have the severity. Once again, the severity goes from seven, which is the least to zero, which is the most severe. Then we have the the what what happened? Did a port go up or down or something like that? And then we get a, that, that was a mnemonic and then we have a description at the end. For example, down here is we have link-3 uptime. So link is our facility. So we have a grouping of all the link variables and values. The severity here was three. On the scale of seven to zero, I mean, it's important to know, but it's not gonna stop your system. It's not gonna stop people from working. In the mnemonic here, it was up and down. And in our description, interface, port channel one, change state to up. So when we're looking at channels going up, links going up and down here, we went and changed state to up here. One of the things that the best practice for you to do when you're using syslogs is to turn the timestamp on. By default, timestamps aren't turned on, they're turned off. And when you get a system update message, you don't know when it happened. What we can do here is, here in an example, we're on R1, we're gonna go into an interface, we're gonna shut it down. We get a system message update. And this is the syslog here. And so we have the link here, we have the severity of five and a change, And then we have our description. Then we have line protocol, the severity of it and up down. And basically we went administratively down and we changed the state to down. And this is all because we did the shutdown command. Look at the beginning, there is no timestamp. So you don't know when this happened. And if you if you go home at night, at the end of your day, you come back in the morning or after the weekend. You don't know when this happened. Why did this happen? You don't know when that happened. What we can do is we can turn timestamps on, and then it'll give you that. Now, to turn timestamps on, you go into global configuration mode, and it's a service here. So we say service, timestamps, and then for, any, for the syslogs here, we're going to make sure we say date time. We turn that on, you just had service, timestamps, log, daytime. it turns those timestamps on for our syslogs. Come in here, let's go ahead and shut down another interface. So we go into gig zero zero here, we do a no shutdown. So we make the changes, we get um, our facility, we get our severity, we get the mnemonic, and then what happened description, we get that three different times. But the big thing here is, we know when this happened. This happened on March 1st at 11 52 42 We know exactly when it happened. That'll allow us to troubleshoot and identify what problems were happening. Once again, best practice here, turn on your timestamps on your syslog so you know when things are happening. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on syslog. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All of my socials and contact information are on my website, evtechify.com. There you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. In the upper right is my playlist for my series on enterprise networking security and automation for the CCNA. In the bottom right is one of my favorite videos that I linked just for you. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on enterprise networking, security and automation for the CCNA. I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.